welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Why waste your liquid gold in a breast pad? Wear the BPA-free Milky's Milk Saver and effortlessly collect every last drop of milk while you breastfeed. You can wear it on the opposite breast while breastfeeding or pumping to collect the letdown. Head to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com for the link and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of everything at Fairhaven Health. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane. I'm your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we're going to talk about poop. <laughs> we love talking about poop. Yeah, everybody's favorite It topic, is. Right? I mean, when you become a mom, you are automatically obsessed with poop. Oh, you're totally obsessed with poop. And then people ask you all the time, is the baby pooping? Yeah. What's the poop what look, look like? like? Is this poop? You know how many people send me pictures of poop, which is totally fine, but it's like, this is how bad the obsession, they'll be like, can I send you pictures? I have all these pictures of my baby's poop. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. Send me a picture. You know, it doesn't look right. It's got a weird color. This is happening to it. It looks like this. It's not happening frequently enough. It's, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we're going to specifically talk about constipation. Yeah. Well, that's, because yeah. that's, yeah. That's the big one that we wanted to focus on today was constipation. Yeah. And that's where everybody starts to kind of get, yeah, a little, because I feel like, yeah, do you, you, I remember just every, always constantly being so nervous to open my child, my baby's diaper. You know, it was like a, <laughs> it was like a present from someone you didn't know, you know, you don't know what's going to be inside yeah. of it. Um, and I would just, you know, it was, there's so much anxiety around it. Oh my God, what's going to look like? Oh my God, what's in there? And I think the big thing, well, you know, the scary thing is like usually, I don't know, like people get freaked out about green poop Mm -hmm. and then constipation. Those are the big ones. Like, oh my God, it was really hard. What do I do? He's constipated. Oh my God. I have to stop breastfeeding and just give him water and prunes. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that to your baby. and, And people have some crazy, just like everything else, some crazy advice on what to do with a constipated baby yeah but here is here's the real down low on your constipated baby if you are exclusively breastfeeding which means you're not giving your baby any formula no cereal no nothing else if we're not we're talking the first six months Mm -hmm. here okay or whatever from breast milk to solids that space in between Babies do not get constipated if they're breastfeeding. Like, there's not even research on it because I've looked. Mm-hmm. It's it is not something that happens. It is not breastfed babies poop with breast milk. Like, it just it helps them. You know, it, it works th- through their system. Mm-hmm. They just don't get constipated. But what happens is when your baby gets to be after the first couple weeks, because you know the first couple weeks are pooping all the time. <laughs> it's so true. And, and oh my god, it's like crazy so they're pooping all the time in the beginning and then they start to slow down and then they're pooping less and less and they're pooping less because your breast milk is so bioavailable to their body that they're using so much to grow that there's less waste mm-hmm. yeah there would so, obviously really be cool. so little waste with breast milk because it's just designed to go right inside your baby yeah, and, it, and it's so cool, but people don't realize that, and they think, oh my gosh, my baby hasn't pooped in a day. Mm-hmm. They, it's normal. Like, we consider it normal for breastfed babies to go, like, a week sometimes. I've seen babies go longer than a week, 
maybe they'll have like one big poop and then five days later they'll have another mm-hmm. one. And that is really normal. But people freak out and they think their baby's constipated. Mm-hmm. And they're not. They're really not. But they end up calling their pediatrician and the baby hasn't pooped in a couple of days. And what do I do? And the pediatrician says, give him prune juice. And it's like, why are we messing with this? Right, right. Because it, there's really it's absolutely nothing part. better that you can put in your, in even later when they can get constipated. Right. I mean, and if the poop, if you think your baby is constipated, if you really have it in your head, like, oh my gosh, my baby's constipated. And then he finally poops. And that poop is soft and yellow or whatever color, soft and brown, or whatever yellowish, mustardy, orangey color it might mm-hmm. be, they're not constipated. If you have those little, teeny, tiny, hard balls that they can't push out, that's constipation. And that will never happen with an exclusively breastfed baby. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. So, so people think that their babies are constipated just because they go so long. Right. And, and I know we've talked about this with... Um, I think with gassy babies, when we did the episode mm-hmm. on gassy babies a few episodes mm-hmm. ago, and we talked about how cranky and fussy babies can get, but that is because, and it sounds like they're straining, and that's why people think they're constipated too, because it sounds like they're yeah. straining, but they don't have the abdominal muscles to push out their poop. So of course it sounds like they're straining all the time, and they're not really. I mean, they're straining, yeah, but they're not constipated. They're right. not straining because they're, they're straining because they're just, they don't know what to do. Right. They can't, you know, they can't push things out. They just don't know how to do that. This is all a new sensation for them. Yeah. Like we feel a fart and you can just like push it right out. You right. Know, they don't, like that, you know, know, like that push, they, that, that abdominal like squeeze that you do. They can't, they don't know how to do that. Oh, they don't know how to do that. So, you know, now they get subjected to things like prune juice. I've had moms go get suppositories oh. and like all of this stuff. And they swear the baby's so uncomfortable. They need, you know, it's not pooped and they, people really get worried and nervous and so freaked out. And we had a dad that called the pediatrician's office that was like downright nasty oh. because the nurse told him, well, the doctor said, you know, that this is very normal and blah, blah. And he's like, you are wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. This is not normal. Something's wrong with the baby. Like very, very nasty uh-huh. about it. And it's like, no, it's I don't, I don't know I what mean, to tell I think, you. You know, yeah, you know. So there's a couple of things that I'm noticing here. So you have a new mom, and there's a new baby, and she's overwhelmed with anxiety about everything. And dad and parent, parents are oh, overwhelmed yeah. with anxiety about their baby, just in general. And so now you have all of these places where this anxiety is going to manifest, right? We have it in poop. We have it in milk supply. We have it in all kinds of ways, which is what we're just, we're so anxious. And so it's going to come out in these places, right? And now we're like focusing. Mm -hmm. So if we just focus our energy on poop for a while, we are like, this is going to, you know, I'm going to find an answer here to what's wrong. And if I can find the answer to what's wrong, I'll feel better. You know, so people are like, really, really want to find an answer. And I want this to be the answer because this is going on right now. And if you can just tell me that, yes, indeed, there is something wrong, then I will, you know, be able, then we, then there's, then there's a solution that we can move on. Like if there's no answer and that's not the problem, we're just left with our anxiety flailing out there. It's so uncomfortable. And it's so, I mean, babies are so abstract, right? You know, there's just not this whole solid, like. This is going to happen, and then this is going to happen, and then you're going to see poop. Like, it just doesn't work like that. 
And I try to tell parents early on, like, we don't poop the same time as our neighbor. Like, we don't have the same pattern as that. Like, everybody's different and babies are not any different than that. Like, they're going to be totally different baby to baby, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever their body does is what their body does. So if your baby poops every three days, that's their thing. Like, it's just their thing. And it's so hard for people to wrap their heads around that. Like they really want to, we want to be able to control everything that happens with this baby. Well, and that's where the, that's what anxiety is, right? It's like, it's being out of control. And so we're looking for control to kind of, to manage that anxiety. And it's just, I wish there was a way to just like fix that. Well, there is a way and that's education, (laughs) which is what we're doing. True, true. That is, yes, that is what we're doing right now. To help, we can recognize feelings of anxiety in ourselves and we can learn about our babies and say, okay, there's nothing wrong here. Maybe I'm feeling really anxious because I have a new baby. And, you know, then then we say, okay, so the baby's uncomfortable. And then we can't cover this. The baby's uncomfortable. The baby hasn't pooped in a while. And then we can say, oh, well, Diane and Abby said that actually breastfed babies can go like more than a week without pooping and that that's totally normal. And that's because that there is no, not a lot of waste that comes with breast milk. I mean, these are not 30-year-olds that are eating Big Macs and French fries and Diet Coke. Like if that is going to, there's a lot in that that your body doesn't want or need. And so it comes out in like big, huge, long visits to the bathroom. But -hmm. with a baby, doesn't need to do that. Whenever I see a baby that is pooping a lot, like the mom says, oh, my God, every time I change a diaper, there's poop. Every time, you know, whatever. Those are babies where I also see oversupply. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So the baby is getting tons and tons and tons of milk and there is going to be excess there. With formula. But it's not hard. There's a lot of stuff in formula that they do not need. Or there's excess in formula mm-hmm. because their ba- the baby's body doesn't absorb things well. Mm-hmm when it's formula so they have to put in extra so the baby can get what they need from Mm. it so there is a lot of extra and there is a so they are pooping differently Mm -hmm. than if they're breastfed Mm -hmm. and so you might so if you have a formula for baby baby then it's possible that you might is it possible then you might have some constipation issues definitely because it just doesn't agree with their system as much you know it's not as easy and then what does that you have babies what's what what does that mom what's that what is the formula fed Mom, I know this is a breastfeeding podcast, but a lot of us have had formula-fed babies. And so what would a mom do for constipation with a formula-fed baby? Are there then interventions Um, that you need to go through? From what I have seen and heard from mothers, they would do like the prune juice or the um, suppositories, Mm -hmm. but sometimes they would change formulas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Too. So just to see if, you know, okay, maybe I need to go to something sure. that the baby can digest easier. Right. But so that's, you know, that's a problem. Okay. But then with, so if, if you have an exclusively breastfed baby and you suspect that your baby is, is constipated, we can say pro, like 100% that that's not the case. Right. They're not constipated. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times the doctors say, Or, you know, other mothers will say, oh, just give your baby a little bit of prune juice. It worked really well for me. Because they want to give the parents an answer. Yeah. Parents want an answer. But honestly, like, it's just the natural progression of your baby's body. Like, there's no need to really intervene there. Right. And then it's a shame that you're putting prune juice into a baby that 
system never had anything else before. Right. And yeah. And then that can't. And then. Yeah. Because then you're putting something in the in there that the baby doesn't need and can actually interfere with the exclusive breastfeeding situation. Yeah. But we it's like we want answers. Yes, yeah, we do. You know, we want answers. We want to fix it. And it's just it's not necessary. Yeah. But I, I with, in this situation. Like yeah, this. I can see how that would be concerning to and i can't i mean the newborn days are uh, you know a foggy memory now but i'm sure that there are plenty of times where you know one of my kids wasn't pooping and i was like oh my god why has it been so long since they pooped that's not normal mm-hmm. yeah because then, and you- then i remember worrying about that at one point i think it was my sister was like yeah, because they use what they need and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, you know, once you look it up, you can find that online. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look it up, you find it online. It says that very easily because, like I said, there's really no research behind it at right. all saying that there's constipation related to breastfeeding. And – but I think that's just not the answer people want. No. They want to do something right, about it. because they want to be able to have a solution to something. And if there's no problem, then there's no solution. Right. But I think that that's where – yeah. I mean, I think that's where the education comes is that – yeah, you you know, people see their uncomfortable baby and it's like, oh, my God, I need to do something to fix. Mm-hmm. I need to make them feel better. Right. Well, like when you were talking about the gassy baby episode and all of this, sometimes there isn't really a lot of things that you can do that that what appears to be discomfort might possibly be discomfort because your baby's trying to fart or whatever. But that it's really normal. And, you know, all you can go about doing is just trying to comfort them in you know the normal ways that we do right and that's really you know that's the best that you can do and they'll poop like it won't they'll, yeah they'll they're not never never, right again. it's not gonna yeah it's not gonna come seeping out of their ears or anything <laughs> it won't <laughs> but make sure you're doing a lot of tummy time though get those abdominal muscles nice and strong yeah you know help them work those abdominal muscles do the little the little kicking. Yeah, the little bicycle you know, wheels. Bicycle yeah. legs. That and like warm bath and stuff like that. Because they just, if they're if you think they're uncomfortable, those kinds of things can be distracting. And, right. But that you know, is not going to make comfort. them poop. If they're not, if there's not a significant, you know, if there's not enough waste in your colon, it's not going to come out. So right. if your baby is just, if there's just nothing in there to come out yet, it's not going to come out. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I just... That is one of the things about breastfeeding that I always thought was so cool, that your body just uses all that milk. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. You know, that's just, you know, I think that's just so cool. And one of the doctors that I work with would tell mothers, like, when they would say, well, the baby hasn't pooped in a couple days. And he'd be like, is the baby passing gas? Well, yeah. And he's like, that's how much is left by the time it gets there. (laughs) Like, there's nothing else left. You know, like, you can consider those farts. And, you know, like part of the bowel and the, because that's what's And left. the urine. I mean, yeah. they will pee. They're continuing to pee. Yep, they're still peeing a lot. So that's where the waste goes. But they yeah. don't, it's not, again, it's not a Big Mac. So it's not coming out in, in, this, in a big turd. No. That comes later. Yeah, and they're just growing and developing. So we want them to keep that breast milk in. Right. We shouldn't need to, like, feed them more and all that stuff. Just Just to try to get them to poop. Yeah. You don't want to create waste. No. Just to get some poop No, no. It's not. 
know, poor babies. They're so confusing. They really are confusing. And there's, and there is, I mean, there is so much information that's missing and I don't know, you know, I know some of the answers, but there's so much, so much information that's missing that creates all of this anxiety. There's a lot of holes. There is a lot of holes. And then, and then the people, everybody is just left flailing. And then you're calling your pediatrician and you're like, he won't poop. There's a problem. Cause we can't deal with, I know I can't deal with the whole, there's not a problem. You know, we just got to ride this out. I can't do, I hate that. I want, I want problems and solutions. Yeah. That's yeah. how I, manage I think that's my why. Yeah. I think that's why they get the prune juice solution. Right. You know, because, and you, and you want to, like, I feel bad telling a mom, like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. I'm sorry if your child looks uncomfortable. Like, I don't, I don't want to say that to somebody. Right. You want to have an answer for them. But I think being able to tell them, no, this is really normal. Yeah. And they will poop. And then you'll be sorry that you were asking for it. Because, <laughs> you know, now it's, like, not going to stop. But it's, um, you, you do, you want answers. And so... Okay, so that's for the first six months of exclusively breastfeeding. So then mm-hmm. most people, six months or even before, try not to do it before, you want your baby to be exclusively breastfed for at least six months. That's ideal. Yes. And that means nothing. Nothing. And then at six months, people start to experiment with solids. And, you know, when we're doing this, we should do an episode on this, starting solids. Oh, Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, um, but so when you do start solids, um, you will start to see some changes in poop. You will. So then they... Should we talk? Yes, I think we should talk about that because people breastfeed. So we've talked about the first six months, but, you know, now we're going to... People breastfeed for... I breastfed Jack for six and a half years. He wasn't exclusively breastfed by the end. You know, no. he was eating all kinds of things. I mean, he was eating everything. Yeah. But so breastfeeding, you know, breastfeeding includes, you know, solid foods. And so then what do we do? What do we do? If we're going to, well, what are the, some of the things that we're going to see when you start to, what are some of the normal things that we're going to start seeing once we start introducing solids to our breastfed baby? Should we do our sponsor? Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. With the Milky's Milk Tray, you can freeze your breast milk into one-ounce sticks so you can thaw just the right amount of milk for each feed. Reusable and environmentally friendly and can be used for baby food later. Head to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com for the link and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of everything at Fairhaven Health. Okay, so after, after the first six months, so you started solids. Sometimes people start them before four months or before six months, but really six months is where you should be. Um, there definitely can be some constipation there. You know, some people will find that they started solids and maybe it was, you know, cereal or whatever. And the baby is really having a hard time with that. They're not pooping. And, the, and it's, you will see like there is an actual change in the poop. Like when mm-hmm. they do poop, it might be a lot thicker. Mm-hmm. You could tell it's not breastfeeding poop anymore. Mm-hmm. Now there's something added to it and it stinks now. Yeah. So whereas before breastfed poop was kind of like buttered popcorn. All right. Yeah. It, it smells like, it was like whatever, buttered popcorn. But, 
And it's not terrible. No. You know, like it's like you can, okay, you can deal totally. with it. But now it smells like <laughs> now your life is yeah, changed. Yeah. So like welcome to this part. Sorry about your loss. This is, you know, where your baby yeah. is at this point. You're like, why was I complaining so this whole time? I know. You're so excited to start them on salads and it's so fun and your baby's so excited and they're so cute and then they poop and you're like, why was I saying <laughs> this? This is the worst thing ever. But that's where all the poop problems come in because now you've got the solid foods and that's where they struggle with it because their system sometimes is not, especially if you start at four months or five yeah. months, because their system is just isn't ready yet. They're not ready for it yet. Right. So then I would start, and they always say, you know, start with this. No, you should start with this. Start with, like, well, the internet. They oh usually, yeah, and this is that. what they always do. Your pediatrician will probably tell you to start with rice cereal, and that's garbage. I mean, rice cereal straight up is just garbage. You never, ever have to introduce that to your baby. So what do we like to start with? I mean, just start with, you know, fruits and vegetables. Yeah. So you can start with fruits and vegetables. You can start with meats if you want to. If you're feeding your child meat, you can start with meats um, because it's, you know, it's good protein. It's a good source of iron. Um, at six months, now the first six months of your baby's life, they've taken all the iron they need in that first six months from you in that last trimester. Mm -hmm. So they're leaving you, you know, ironless, basically. <laughs> but They've got all their iron. So once they hit that six-month mark, like the cereal is fortified with iron, and that's why some people like you to start with mm -hmm. that because then you're putting that iron back in. But if you're giving your baby things that do have iron in it, then that's good too. If you want to say, oh, I don't want to do the cereals, then that's fine. But start with something that's a little bit iron-rich. So you're getting – but that's a lot of stuff that's iron-rich. Mm -hmm. So you can, um, you can start with meats. That's totally fine. You can start with fruits and vegetables. And I kind of feel like fruits and vegetables, you're probably not going to get as much constipation. Yeah. I would think, right? I, Just I think it's going to be easier because meat is tough on everybody's body to, to digest. But I mean, mm -hmm. you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're doing that, I mean, I can see like, you know, you're, you're cutting little like chicken bites or something. I think they would like that. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, I think fruits and vegetables are like really easy, easier for the body to digest. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, I don't know, like, you know, my kids liked bananas and sweet potatoes and something that was, you know, kind of easy for them to just move around in their mouth. And they won't get mm -hmm. a lot of it into their mouth. You oh know, God, it's just mess. it's just for playing. They're trying to figure out how to to move their hand from the food and, and even and just make it into the mouth. You know, this is all a learning thing, because then this is where the next set of I think of it. Well, we can we can talk more about this in our starting solids episode. Um, yes, but we we'll start to, to get anxious that they're not eating enough and that they're, you know, all this stuff. But I like, yeah. I like the, um, I like the phrase food before one is just for fun. And it's really just people, learning. Yeah. And people ask me all the time, like, well, what happens to breastfeeding when I start my solids? Mm -hmm. Like, how does that does breastfeeding, do you do more food than, than breastfeeding? When does breastfeeding go to being less? Mm -hmm. Are they still getting as much as they need? Like, it's a balancing act. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny because when I first started in this field 10 years ago, it wasn't like, I don't remember getting that question that hmm. much. 
you know, I don't remember seeing it that much, but now there, I really do feel like there's so much more anxiety around what we do with our babies Mm -hmm. that moms are just really like looking at it and going, okay, what if I don't give them enough? What happens when I start solids? What food should I give them? Do I still give them as much breast milk? Do I still breastfeed them as much, even though I'm doing solids Mm -hmm. or do I reverse that now? Do I do solids first or do I breastfeed Mm -hmm. first? Which should I do? And it's like, oh my God, I never even thought about half of that (laughs) Like I just... I never even thought about it. My biggest concern was that the poop was changing. Yeah. Like, seriously, I didn't even worry about the rest because it just kind of like, you know, but your baby is going to, they're going to get what they need, you know, and I wouldn't expect them to, they do not need a lot of solid food in no. the beginning, especially like you said, like the food before one mm-hmm. is only for fun. So the first, like if you're starting solids around six months, really like six seven eight months you're not doing much of anything like there's their whole diet is still basically yeah. just milk at that point you know and then maybe like nine ten months when they can actually pick things mm-hmm. up and they're they've got more teeth maybe possibly or you know whatever then they might be into doing a little bit more eating or you might be doing more having them at the table and you're doing actual meals with them and 10 months 11 months 12 months stuff like that but in the beginning, a lot of it is just like textures and feeling it and putting it in their mouth and, you know, playing around with it. And- yeah. And I feel like we bump up against the cultural norms here, too, because Jack, my first, he didn't really even eat very much solid foods until he was like two. He yeah. really wasn't. And, and you know, we just don't see kids breastfed for that long. So it's like, oh, you know, then the pediatrician is like, oh, no, 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 you know, you can't do that. You need to, they need to be eating, you know, three solid meals a day. And, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I'm giving him food. You can't force feed anybody. You know, he really was really into nursing. This was like something that was really, you know, what he wanted to do. And the solids were, you know, it took him a while to get used to it. And, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing you can't force, you can't force feed them, you know, and if you're offering it and you're letting them play with it, they're going to eat it. Eventually they're going to just be eating it. And, you know, babies are very sensory Mm -hmm. and sometimes, you know, that can be a good thing, but sometimes that can also work against them. Yeah. So, you know, we might be thinking, oh my gosh, why is my baby not eating this? But it might be that they don't like the texture. It's totally weird. It's totally weird and new. Yeah. You know, and things like one of the dietitians, a friend of mine, she does like a, um, she talks to parents when they're doing starting salads and things. And she always tells them to start like, okay, give pureed carrots, but make sure you also give a carrot that's a little bit harder, mm. you know, like because you want them to have those different textures mm-hmm. and you want them to have those, have things that have different feel to it, maybe, you know, cut differently or whatever, because you, they should be experiencing all of those textures right. too. Yeah. So when you start solids at around six months, you will start to see changes in con- in, in your baby's poop. Yeah, that's going so to there. Happen. Yeah, you might start seeing that constipation setting in at that point. Um, whereas before, okay, maybe they were just going a few days and then pooping. And most moms have told me, okay, the baby slows down with pooping, and that's usually around maybe six weeks to two months. You see that sometimes earlier, sometimes later. You know, don't like put it in stone or anything, mm-hmm. but usually right around that six week mark, six week to two months, and then. Most moms will tell me, oh, no, the baby will poop, and then it'll be maybe three days, and then I'll get a big poop, 
and then maybe three more days and then I'll get two poops and then I'll be two days and then I'll get one. Po-. Like they know yeah, yeah. because the baby then starts to get more like regular. Oh my God. I just had a massive flashback. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I just flashed back to our nursery upstairs, which we never ended up using for anything except a diaper changing room. But we had, I bet you I could find this. I bet you I could find this and take a picture of it and we can put it on our website. I had a poop oh log. God. We had a poop log for Jack. And we would write down the date that he pooped and what the t- consistency of it was. Like it was, you know, green and soft or yellow and mustardy. And we would keep track of his poops. How long did you do that for? A really long time. And I don't even remember why it started. It was just it started with our poop obsession, our total anxious poop obsession. <laughs> I, 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 I ha- oh, my God. Jo- Josh will totally remember this. I have to find it so I can post it you'll and show to, you yes, guys. You'll have to find it. And it's like in the beginning, you bring the baby home, you go to the pediatrician, even in the hospital, it starts where they're like, okay, mark down the poops and peace. And that's important in the beginning because that tells us, okay, the yeah. baby's getting enough to eat, right, right, you know, right. and that the poop's transitioning and, you know, the jaundice and all that stuff. And then you start your pediatrician appointments and maybe the first couple appointments will ask about pooping mm-hmm. and peeing because it does tell a story, sure. you know, it tells us what's going on. But then usually once you're past like a month or so, nobody really talks that much. Right. I mean, they might ask then you, you're but just, it's not as important. Yeah, you're bas- they're basically just weighing your baby each visit. Yeah. And might be just they want to make sure the baby does poop at some point, but they're not like, okay, what does it look like? What color? Yeah. What's happening? Blah, blah, blah. So I remember with my kids, like, starting to keep track of everything, and then I got to the point where I was like, I cannot even do this anymore. Right, you kind of, it times out, sure. Yeah. And, but that's my personality. I'm just kind of like, whatever. Now, I have had families that track every single thing that happened mm-hmm. in the baby's life. <laughs> like I remember this one mom like coming to me with a notebook and, and she, the baby was six months old and she had every poop and pee and everything oh my God. written in this notebook for six yeah, months. I can see and that. And that was her comfort zone. Yep. That's what she needed to do. Mm-hmm. And people have these apps. and it was Oh like yeah. There's all kinds of apps now. Tells your, you know, and it's like, that's fine if you need to keep track of it for your own sanity. But I mean, if you don't want to, you don't have to do that either. Right, 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 right. But your baby's, you know, like after a while, I, that got too tedious for me. Yeah. I mean, eventually we stopped, but I do remember that. And I remember thinking after a while that we were nuts. And knowing, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, knowing that, that we were nuts, you know, to begin with. Um, we have an anxious little first child to prove it. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, I that's so funny. I don't think I've thought about that ever since. Oh this is a total. Yeah, you'll have to find yeah. it. You'll have to I have find to find it. Because I would love to know how long you yeah. for. <laughs> it's just yes. we get. These are the things we get obsessed it is. with, though. It is, and I I remember I even wrote a blog about poop. I still saw on my blog. I wrote a whole blog post about poop, and how obsessed with poop I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. You do get obsessed with it. Yeah, but okay, so exclusively breastfed babies are not going to get constipated your baby's working out they're working out that abdominal stuff but it's not a big solid poop in there that they're trying to get out it's not you do not no do not worry about it do not even let constipation run through your head and once it's not happening but once they start solids that's that's also something that's totally normal to happen yes and i think that you can help with a lot of this stuff with the abdominal stuff is you know breastfeeding on demand continue to be breastfeeding on demand 
you know, yeah. so breast milk is good. And you want to do this for all kinds of reasons. You want to do it for your milk supply. You want to do it, you know, just so that the baby's getting absolute most um, breast milk as possible. Because there's no, sol- there's no solid food that you're going to introduce that's going to be more nutrient-dense and beneficial than breast milk. So just because you're supposed to be starting, just because, you know, they say you can start solids at six months, it doesn't mean that you have to then start shoving solids into your baby's mouth. Like the best thing is for your baby to still get as much breast milk from you as possible. And I think that that can help keep things pretty smooth too. If you're getting Mm -hmm. all of this breast milk as much as possible, and then you're kind of just adding in there some fun playtime with food, you introduce it real slowly, and the chances of them getting constipated are going to be a little less. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, whenever moms would say that they started solids or they, you know, introduced formula or something like that, and maybe they didn't completely transition a formula, but they just introduced some, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, then get more breast milk in there. Mm-hmm. you know, because that's the thing that's going to flush everything out. You know, it's just going right. to make, make it better. So it's, you know, it makes your body, your baby's body react more naturally to things. Yep. It'll help flush it all out. Yeah. So that is our poop story. <laughs> our constipation story. And we'll have to do one on solids. Absolutely. Because, because there's a lot yeah. of crossover with this. Oh my yeah. God. So, yeah. Please. It's on there. It's on, I wrote I, it down. I wish I never was introduced to solid foods. That's like Ever? the root of all evil, <laughs> solid foods. I wish I was I still I to be on a liquid diet. I know. <laughs> God. Okay, well, leave us a and review on iTunes if you can, please. We would appreciate it. And make sure you head over to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links and all of our other episodes. Yeah, you'll love it. Our new website. It's awesome. It is. It is awesome. Just like our book. Just like it. <laughs> and we'll see you next Bye. time. Bye. Bye.